Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. For those of you new this week, each episode of the series has a special guest who will share insight on life, careers, and their story to success. Today is our latest episode with the Fashion Features Director at Refinery29, Connie Wang. Connie is back with us in New York after a four-week-long sabbatical throughout Southeast Asia. I met Connie right when Refinery29 was taking off, and it's been so wonderful to watch her journey. I'm excited to have her share her story with all of you. Well, first of all, how long have you been with Refinery29 now? So I started Refinery29 August of 2009, which makes it almost seven years. You were one yeah, of the one first, month or seven years. first crew members. Yeah, one of the first. I think they were, I was number six, but there was like a rotating sixth member. It's crazy. And how many people are here now? Upwards of 420. It's insane. Yeah. Being at any company, any media company for seven years seems like a really, really long time, but I don't actually think of Refinery29 as the same media company. It's so crazy different year over year. I've been at seven media companies. What do you miss about the early days? Um, Just, I mean, in general, being in a company in in the early days. Gosh. I do miss the sense of collaboration. That was really awesome. And then, you know, like the tasks that we had ranged from everything from taking photos to taking out the trash. Right. I was recently in the UK offices um, and they have a little over 10 people right now. And it just feels so similar to how we were five years ago, you know. So I was like, this is the same deja vu moments. Like you guys are experiencing the same growing pains as we did back then. I like, Except they have like the support of a beast of a company now. Exactly. It was just you guys. You're like, this is it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like we have no money to do anything, but we have so much, like so many ideas and so much heart. Yeah. Uh, It's it's interesting doing that same job again in the same context, but with so many more resources. Yeah. It's a good position to be in. Mm Let's go back to your college days. Yeah. Tell us where you went to school and and what that was like. So I went to UC Berkeley for college, and I grew up in Minnesota. It was a a really wonderful place to come into my own, but what I did come out of it learning and experiencing was that I really wanted to get away. I also discovered that, you know, I was good at school, but I didn't like school. You graduated um, in three years, right? Yeah, I graduated in three years. It was with because of AP credits, and I was also taking Things some college classes. In. Yeah, so I was able to knock out a year, um, which was great because I really hated school. <laughs> you were ready to get in the real world. I would be in classes and blogging. Like, I was Photoshopping artwork for my, my blog that I kept at the time, which I think is still alive. That you can What's still- the name? It's called Pretty Legit. Um, oh, it's called Pretty Legit. Super embarrassing. Okay. Please do not read it. <laughs> Definitely going to get onto Pretty Please Legit. Please do not read it. But uh, no, I was doing that like for procrastination. I would be like working on my blog all day long instead of doing homework or writing essays or you know writing papers. And um, I, I did fine in school, um, but everything that I did was in order to you know to get a job afterwards. I enjoy working or I enjoyed working and interning back then way more than I enjoyed going through school. And I don't think I appreciate now as an as an old person um, being able to look back. I'm like, I guess I didn't take advantage, full advantage of all of the sort of resources I had at an institution like Berkeley. Yeah. If I had known what I know now back then, I would have taken so many more classes, you know, and yeah. just absorbed more. By the time it was like going through the motions. And you were just ready. 
I was ready to leave. Yeah. Focus on your career. Maybe if they can switch the way that we do school, it would be so much more beneficial to like work for a few years and then go back and like major in the things that you really feel like you feel passionate about. Like I well, curriculums. I mean, obviously, always change and have changed Mm -hmm. because of the world we're in and technology. I Mm -hmm. find that our students at least the students who stand out to us and that we talk to are actually doing very compelling, interesting projects in school, whether it's developing and coding and learning Mm -hmm. engineering skills or, you know, learning different skills about analyzing social media. So I'm seeing and hopefully that more real world, you know, types of jobs and things that you're going to do after college are being put into the classroom rather than like just learning historical information that's yeah, I don't really want to say that, like, uh, university is a place to learn, like, trade skills. Yep. Um, but I do really think that that's an important part of college that a lot of people don't think about. You know, you major in things that interest you. But for a lot of people, the things that interest you aren't the things that are going to pay you. Um, and I really wish I, you know, did coding. What were you, what were you majoring in? I majored in political science and media studies. So the media studies part of media it was work. very informative. Like, it really helped me, you know, understand what I do and the purpose of what I do. Um, political science, much less so. It's great that I have that background, but um, it, you know, it does inform a lot of the stuff that I do, right? But I think that you know, if I had majored in sociology, women's studies, even like computer engineering would have been, you know, kind of helpful. So those are things that I'm like pursuing now as just like a interested student of the world. How do you build your own personal brand while working in such a large organization? I think you choose an organization that prioritizes personal brands. Um, at a place like Refinery, it's so easy because at every point, people challenge you to, to think about what you're saying and how it separates you from all the other voices in the space. Um, and that's something that when we're hiring you know, full-time staff writing positions or freelancers, like that's one of the primary things I look for. Do you have an opinion? Can you back up your opinion? And is your opinion unique? If you're saying the same story or speaking the same truth as a billion other people, like, why is it that I have to go with you rather than someone else? And I think that with the new digital space, that's becoming more and more the norm. What's something you've learned from working that you didn't know as a college student? I learned that you can really, really like your job and turn your hobby into a job. I think for a lot of people who are ambitious and career-minded. You go through life and you go through school with a series of checklists without really understanding the point of what you're doing. I took tests, I did my homework, I studied and all this stuff just so I could get a grade at the end of it, but no one's grading you when you're working, you know? You can have your end of the year reviews and stuff, but like no one's actually being like, oh great, you fulfilled your quota, A, like you get an A for the day. (laughs) And if you don't have a sense of purpose and passion for what you do, your job can really be a soul suck. And the easiest way, obviously, to have a sense of purpose and a passion for what you do is if you actually truly like it. No, I agree. It's, I think, you know, our parents grew up in a time when you didn't necessarily love your job, Mm -hmm. but you did it to make money and to support your family. Yeah. And it is cool to, I mean, I love what I do as well. And I know all the girls on my team love what they do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's cool to be in an environment where like you are happy to go to work and it is like an extension of your life rather than something that you clock into to receive a paycheck. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I liked certain aspects of school, but I never would have said like, I love school. I loved going to class and doing like writing, you know, papers. But I really honestly do love every single aspect of what I do, even if it's mundane and tedious. I know what I'm doing those things for. And because of that, I see the worth and value in it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very profound. (laughs) (laughs) These questions are just one word answer. Yeah. Manhattan or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Favorite YouTube channel? Oh gosh, I don't have a channel, but I have a genre. Okay, that's fine. I love slime videos. I just got into them what do you the past mean? week. What is that? It's like, I don't know if that's the right term for them, but they're these, like, this putty, like the see-through putty. Like, like Nickelodeon slime? Kind of, but I think people are making them, and they come in these jars, and you can DIY them. It's like people, like, manipulating <laughs> slime with their fingers and stretching and pulling it, and it's like, I think it might be an ASMR thing, but I don't get the tinglys. I just really enjoy watching them. Okay, right, we're definitely going to have to watch that this we'll afternoon. Get some slime in the office. We'll look into it. We'll need to look into it. I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but currently. You're it's into a, it. You're yeah, digging very it. into it. And brand new or thrift? Thrift. Nice. Thank you so much. Oh, so nice you. chatting with you. That was so easy. So, so quick. You're such yeah. a good subject. Thank you, Connie, for talking to us. I hope you will all join us for our next Office Hours conversation. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Until then, 